<laughs> Sherco, it has been there for as long as I've known fucking dirt bikes. Sorry, I'm getting loud. I guess it's been there. It's been there. Yeah. A Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is. Chris Kiefer. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech. You know what? what? I got Michael Allen in here in the studio right now. I'm looking out at two hot women in the jacuzzi. It's my wife and his wife. Yeah, while we work. While we work. You know what I want to talk about? Sure, Co. Rocky Mountain is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over what, Mike? $100. 75 Damn. bucks. It's so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one-stop shop to get all of your goods. But before you do that, you want to go to KeeferInkTesting.com, click on that Rocky Mountain ATV banner. Then do your shopping, and that helps us on the back end. Gives us just a little slice of what you guys are buying. Keeps this thing up and moving along. And we could talk about bikes like Shurkos and Betas and off-the-normal-beaten-path type of bikes. Right, Mike? How did you not get into news? Like, you can remember all this. I've been doing it a long time. You have been. That's good. I'm impressed. Every time. What's the next advertising piece I'm going to do, Mike? Race Tech. We can do Race Tech. Okay. Race Tech. You want to do the read? Uh, I don't remember the read. You do, though. <laughs> They're in Corona, California. Race Tech, get your suspension. Rebuilt, Mike. Bushing, seals, oil. oil. Let's get it done. Even if it's not a revalve. 20 just, hours. Let's yeah. do it. Do it up. Your suspension and your bike will thank you. And, of course, you want some engine services. They do really good heads. Yep. Andrew over there is a very smart dude. Yep. We've had our Cowie, a Honda done recently. Now we're going to go back to a 250 with my kid. He wants to try a 250. They even do dealership stuff. That's right. Yep. They do that. Go to racetech.com. Check it out. They, that website is really cool. Paul Thied is a mastermind. He has been for many, many years. So go check him out. And if you want a discount code, Chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I will assist you on getting some extra moolah in your pocket with racetech.com. And last but not least is Mike... Yep. Flyracing.com. How could you, you listen it? to this podcast, Mike? I fast forward sometimes. D- the intro? Yeah. This? Yeah. Why? I don't know, because I'm lazy. God, dog. Flyracing.com. Mike, you're getting clipped. Go see flyracing.com for light hydrogen gear, my favorite gear. It's getting hot. Let's get cool. Kinetic mesh, that's available. Really cool colors. Miami Dolphin colorways in the new kinetic mesh. So thank you, Fly Racing. That's you. So hopefully in 2021, we will have some white gear to talk about. You yeah. and your white gear. I love it. So good. I know you do. Flyracing.com. Thank you. Go shop over there at Rocky Mountain. Buy some Fly Racing stuff. One more advertiser I want to talk about. Let's do it randomly. We just bought a Chevy. Yep. Chevrolet. Of, you didn't know this? I didn't know that. Well, why, do you, why do you lie? I didn't know you. This is not a lying podcast, I'm not Mike. A liar. You just said you. Oh my gosh! What? Come on! Oh boy! Chevrolet of Colleen in Texas. We just bought a brand new Chevy Blazer that'll be delivered Wednesday to I us. So didn't know you guys are looking for a new Chevy. Want the best deal? Hit me up. I've you heard guys those know are nice. Me. I have heard they're nice. Dude, they look really nice. Yep. We drove one. It's cool. Yep. So we got to hook up Chevrolet of Colleen. Even though if you're not in Texas, doesn't matter. He'll give the best deal, especially if you're a Kiefer tested podcast listener. So go check those guys out. Tom Kiefer sent you. You getting rid of the Jeep? No, Jeep's staying. Okay. So we've rambled on enough. Sorry, guys. Sherco, SEF 450. R. R. Yep. Not the factory not edition. Not the factory edition. And not Baylor's bike. Nah, de- not, definitely not Baylor's bike. No. Okay, so let's, let's start this podcast <laughs> off by this. Let's do it. Originally, I got the green light to go try Stu Baylor's Sherco. And you invited me to that, and I was pumped. Yeah. Stu has been killing it. Yeah. I I wouldn't say killing it. He's the only one that could 
keep Caleb in sight. Yep. Caleb is gnarly. Caleb is super gnarly. And, of course, you guys don't know what we're talking about. GNCC racing. Stu Baylor, factory Shurko rider. I was going to test this bike. I was excited. No, it's not a star Yamaha. No, but, I mean, so he can keep Caleb in sight, like you said. Caleb is like, he's won so much that he's going to retire. Like, he's overwinning. Caleb is like Carmichael was in his time. Yeah, like, I feel like he's or overwinning. Stu. Yep. And Seriously. No, gnarly. And he's a very good moto guy. Yep. So, I mean, how was he at Unadilla before he crashed? Yeah, it was great. Top three. Yep. Gnarly. So I was excited to ride his bike, see what the Shurka was like. I've only had a little bit of time on Shurkos in the Dirt Rider days. Yep. I'm sure you were around for that. I recall that. Yep. And I've there was always small bore bikes, small bore four-strokes. Yep. That's what I rode. It was never 250F really, and 300 when we did that. Yep. Never really rode a 450, so... I jumped at this chance. I like riding bikes I've never ridden before, good or bad. Yep. It's a good experience for me and yep. for you guys to hear what it's like. So I get the bad news. Stu Baylor out at Sherco. Yep. Hmm. They parted ways. I wonder what I was going to do. So in Jamie over at Twisted Development, he's the one that builds the race team, factory race teams, motor, engines, yep. all that stuff. And he called me and said, hey, man, we can't do Stu's bike, but I got a 450 SEFR. Correct. I, and if I recall, that's what they sent him as like a, hey, here's the the engine package that we need you to build. Right. So that was his bike. So they didn't need to send him the factory bike. He just needed the bike with the engine. And from what we understand, too, Stu Baylor's bike wasn't all that much different Correct. than what we tested. Granted, right. suspension. But as far as the engine, yep. not a lot done. Right. Um, Jamie informed us. You guys can watch this this test uh, in a video format over on racerxonline.com. There's a racerx films over there where me and Mike talk it uh, about the Sherco. And then Jamie from Twist Development, he basically told us about the get ignition. Right. And so, so go ahead. You, you know, you watch that video, you can watch me fall down a waterfall. Um, <laughs> yes. That's cool too. But it, it's pretty cool. 2021 Sherco will be coming in production form, stock with a get ignition. So Jamie's kind of spearheading that, getting the right settings, and we were kind of the guinea pigs for that in this test. Right. We did have some ECU issues. Um, and Jamie said that he's kind of getting used to the get stuff. He's not – he doesn't – It's he, new to him too, but he's learning it. So right, he can actually know it. Right, and we, we tested some of that with him, and we were going back and forth on settings, and it's, yeah. it's interesting. He's a super smart guy. Yeah. As, as you guys know, you guys listen to this podcast a lot. There's two guys that I really like with ECU stuff is Chad – and Jamie, Chad at XPR and Jamie at Twisted Development, two of the very best when it comes to ignition stuff. So the GET technology, it's it's a little bit tougher than the Vortex stuff. So it's nice that we're going to have some of that available to us once it's programmed the right way with Jamie and Sherco. So that's kind of the, the basis of this test. I couldn't ride Stu's bike. We got on this bike. It had a muffler, FMF 4.1, and this, this GET ignition, and stock suspension, everything. So... And Go ahead. Uh, the reason that uh, they do the get stuff, what Jamie explained to us, was Sherco uses their own fuel injection system. They didn't go with a key in or, or anybody else. They they did their own, and that's why you Yeah, it's proprietary to, to right. Sherco. Yep. Um, all right, before we get in, dive into what the bike was like, a little bit about the East-West showdown here that I'm going to hear about. Oh, why didn't I test this? I get a lot of that through emails and through comments and, and stuff like that where that bike – is better on the East Coast. This is what we got. You guys should be on the East Coast right. doing testing. Yeah. Look, I wanted to do get this impression up, get some information out to you, and unfortunately, the invite wasn't there to go back east, so I did it close to home. Right. It's not like you can be like, oh, hey, let's just get on a jet and go to uh, East Coast and ride. And seriously, if it was my choice, I would rather go to your guys's. Right. The right coast to me oh, is boy. the right coast. Oh boy, not Here. the left coast. Hey. You like moto tracks on the East Coast. And everything. The dirt's better. The people are have a little bit more quality to them. Yeah. So. Uh, I would rather test that bike in that condition because I think that's what it's intended to use. Yep. Stu, he was from South Carolina. Right. Um, I was planning to go into his place to ride, and that COVID kind of screwed me there. But um, So that is the reasons why we do a lot of this stuff out here on the West Coast because most of the connections, the manufacturers, the aftermarket is based out of California. I'm sorry. I would rather move to Colorado. I know you would. But not, I can't. Not letting you go. You're not leaving. But I can't because, dude, the, the the industry is here, people. I'm sorry. People always ask me, what about jobs? It's tough. Tough to find an industry job. It's out there, but it's yep. tough to find one worth the shit yep. for money unless you're out here. Right. So, and, and it's not like when we get bikes like this, it's not like we're like, oh, here, here's an enduro bike. Let's go race in a desert race. We still try to put it in its element of 
what we can do here on the yeah. West Coast. Yeah, I mean, similar to what we're trying to do with the Husky, right? Like, right. we're trying to race a sprint enduro series out here on the West Coast, but it's not like what you guys have East Coast. Right. We don't have the trees, the roots, the snot. Right. But, I mean, it's stuff. not like we're going to take the Sherco and, and go moto it and be like, here's how it is on a moto track. That's not what it's meant or for. Or Baja. Or Baja or something, right? Yeah, right. Somebody you, probably should. You wanted to go moto that thing. I did kind of want to go moto it. Oh. And then I felt how soft the fork was, and it was a bad idea. <laughs> All right. So, for those of you guys not familiar, Michael Allen's been with me for a little while. He has, uh, I should oh. say, a little while. He's been with me oh, from the start. A little started. while. Huh? Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, you're at Dirt Rider. Yep. People ask me, how do I pick my test riders? Oh, boy. I feel like I didn't pick you. I feel like you picked me. I picked you. I just kind of, <laughs> I clung on when you left. I was like, don't leave me here. Please. I asked. Mike was one of the first guys I asked when I left Dirt Rider. So, he has been with me a long time, and of course, he is more of the off-road guy in my little umbrella. Right. So I'm seventy thirty. People yeah, seem to be you're loving definitely ninety ten for sure. People seem to be loving that hashtag seventy thirty. Uh, yeah, they don't believe me. Ninety ten. Yep. Ninety ten. Yep. Oh, have it turned our phone off, Chris. Oh yeah, it wasn't even that's mine. me. So anyway, all right, we got on the bike. Glen Helen. We have some little ravines, um, hills, snot, rocky snot, rocky snot. Yep. Right. And loose rocks, loose rocks, and that's what we had to test it with. So, first things first, what's the engine feel like? You want to start off, and I'll give uh, you my two cents. Bottom end, uh, it it has good torque, like you said. It, it will be lugged, and mm, the herky jerky is yeah. a little on off. It will be lugged. It will be. It will be lugged. It will be lugged. It likes to be lugged. Uh, it signs off kind of quick when you go to rev it, uh, but the bottom to mid is good power. Yeah, I would say for me, lugability is really nice on this bike. It, it's like what Mike said; it likes to be short shifted. Um, if you try to rev it out, it's you know it's a four fifty. Doesn't like that, but it really seems to what we talked about. Jamie is the cutoff. Uh, so with the ECU, there's two types of cutoffs um, when engineers try to make these things or make pipes. And this cutoff on the Sherco, instead of just like you know when you sign off and the bike just kind of almost like a neutral feeling. Yep. When this bike cuts off, it almost has like a D-cell like break. Down, like right. it just literally just like yep. there's nothing there. So this thing doesn't like to be revved, and when it does, it's really it, – it'll it'll throw you down the, yeah, the fork Jamie a little bit. actually explained to me after, – after you left, I stayed and talked to him for a little bit. And uh, he explained to me how you can change the way rev limiters engage, right. and you can make it really soft. You can make it really hard. It's, I had no idea that all that was possible. Yeah, it's, so it's – that's why having an ECU tuner, a good guy, knows his shit, is right. the best thing because, honestly, it's a, it's a system. When you look at it on the grid, you're like, I don't know where to begin. He good. Your Yamaha power tuner, like yeah. you think that's difficult? He said that was baby stuff is what he said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it has to be for the general public, right? Right. So, uh, and he even explained to me with the rev limiter, he has said it before to try to change the way people ride the bike. Like if he has a rever. He'll make it to where when that rev limiter hits, it'll throw you over the bars. So that way it teaches people to short shift. Oh, wow. I never thought of that. That's interesting. Yeah, so there's, there's that on the Sherco. Also, again, we're not out drag racing it down. I did, I, w- I did go on the REM track, which is the track that's smaller motocross style at Glen Helen, and I rode it there. How'd that go for you? It it didn't go good. I, I, yeah, I guess I didn't even think about that. I did <laughs> smash my foot. Yeah, you should see my foot now. We're uh, We're doing this podcast, and my whole foot's black because... The good old Sherco just kept drifting over, and I hit a, an embankment and smacked dab mm-hmm. right in the middle of that tech Mathis can. is going to hate off-road even more now. Yeah. Gosh. So anyway, back to the REM. Yep. It It's not a motobike, guys. Like, for me, uh, it's not going to rip your arms out. When we say it's luggable, it has some good bottom end, it has good throttle response, but pulling power, it's not the best feeling 450. And I'm used to riding motorbikes, right? Well, so. I almost want to say not super old world feeling four stroke power, but yes, yeah, so I guess you're right. A little bit, yeah. It's like slower revving. Slower revving. A yeah, little it bit. doesn't have like when you rev the engine like in a motorbike, it feels light and free, snappy. Yeah. This has a more heavy, slower revving right. feel, almost like a flywheel weight feel. Right, right. So in off road conditions, I can understand it. That's good. Yeah, but for me, GNCC. It's a little bit of both. Like you have some tight areas and you got those open areas. Yep. You know, so I don't know. I think I'd want a little bit more juice. I, I agree. I went out there before and I got my ass handed to me. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It was on what? Uh, two fifty F Yamaha oh, that's intro. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. awful. It was fun, but yeah, it's a whole different world. Such a different world. I was getting passed by dudes wearing blue jeans and safety glasses, mm-hmm. and I was very humbled. 
Yeah. Yeah. Those guys know how to ride Those the woods. Those dudes are really gnarly. Uh, another th- aspect to the engine that little problem for me, vibration. Yeah. Um, when you rev that bike, it spools up. I'm used to a certain vibration coming through my feet and in the handlebars. Mm-hmm. This Sherco, man, this thing has a lot more of a, of a deeper pulse mm-hmm. to it, and I feel a lot of that in... It's not a buzzy no. vibration. No, no, it's more like a deep pulse, and it just it's a different feeling. So when you spool that thing up, the bars, which I would love to tell you what company that is called. Um, Oxiana or something Oxi? like that? Oxi? Oxi, I don't know. Didn't know what the bar was, but... A little bit too much vibration for me. Did you okay. notice that? So that, did that? A little bit, yeah. But like you said, not a buzzy vibration. No. Uh, more of a, um, I, I don't know how to Deeper thud. A deeper thud. Yeah. So would they, Would you say that bar was too stiff for you then if you were feeling that? or? Uh, I don't think it's, I think it's a better bar than a necking bar. Mm-hmm. I know the factory edition on this thing uses like necking clamps, okay. which I'm afraid that would be stiff for off-road conditions. But yeah, um, yeah the, the bar wasn't horrible. I just think the way the motor puts out and the frame... And that's another thing, too. Sherco has its own frame, doesn't yep. share those parts with yep. KTM. So the, the harmonics of it yeah. are a little... So it's just a little different feeling. So that's the, another thing that I noticed when I got on the, on the bike. But to me, overall engine feel, I don't. there's nothing that gets me excited. It was it was okay. Yeah, I agree. It was like, hey, Heather asked me, do you want to eat some vanilla ice cream? Sure. You know I'm what you're getting. I'm not stoked on it, yep. but I'm not going to pass it up. Right, you'll eat it. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> yeah, like vanilla? Right. I mean, so not not... Not so bad. It didn't really impress me that much. I do think it's more directed, especially for tighter conditions that are slippery and snotty and not meant for anything moto-related. Which that engine, like you said, is good for. That that heavier feeling, old world feel, carries your helps you carry momentum. Uh, and going through the rocks, uh, it'll keep that momentum going and not want to be on How was the rocks for you? Which ones? Uh, the ones that I pinched my finger between the bar and the rock, or the ones that I fell onto, or the ones that gave me poison oak? Well, that would be Did the you get poison oak? a little bit on my arm, yeah. Oh wow! It's just you know, Kellen was laughing. Kellen yeah. had a good time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what the on-off feeling, the herky jerkiness? Yeah, go ahead. I'm not going to blame my crash completely on that. Okay, but uh, being that it has that herky jerkiness, I'm having to ride the clutch a little bit, and like you talked about in the video that engagement window of the clutch is is kind of small. So having to kind of keep the bike revved up and use the clutch and that little engagement window, it... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. using the two I popped, I popped the front end up, and, it, yeah, it didn't turn out well, but... I think some of that, too, like, for me, I'm so used to a Brembo type of hydraulic clutch feel. And then you have a Magura side of it, and both do have a little bit different feels, mm-hmm. but they're still pretty narrow. It has all the feels. Yes. little narrow feeling yep. versus a cable clutch where I have a longer throw. Right. So that is not a great thing. And there is a different recluse slave cylinder that I know oh, that they offer for KTM and Husqvarna's if you're looking for that, but I would assume it wouldn't be that far off from the oh, Sherco. Right. Right? I wouldn't think so. Uh, I just feel like... Um... They could do some – Jamie's going to work on the, the on-off herky-jerky right. feeling. Yeah. And if you watch our video, guys, we're not like – we tell you straight up. Like, here's the deal. I couldn't break it down as much. Obviously, it's going to be condensed down to a 10-minute video. Right. But there's some work that needs to be done. But what's cool about companies, and we can talk about Suzuki and all these other companies, is when they're – they need to actually get their shit together and say, okay, I'm getting a good bike. And now you kind of have that now with the Sherco. Okay, now we need to learn from media. We need to hire an R and D test team and like really evolve and get that much better, and then become a force to be reckoned with out in the off road world. Yeah, because, better bike. Right. I don't know because I feel like Sherco is on top of that. They got the riders. Right. Let's hire the riders. They got Cody. Right. Yep. Cody Webb's unbelievable yep. rider. Yep. Um, let's take it a little bit better and get our bike better. So I think that's where Sherco is at right now. We just have to really hone in on getting some better suspension. Let's just not stick to good stuff on the factory edition. Yeah, I that's agree. what we're talking I mean, about now. So suspension with this R model has WP suspension, which is a it doesn't even look like WP no. when you look on. It has different adjusters on top. Right. So it's an Explore fork with a regular WP shock. There's right. nothing linkage. No, no, it's not like a PDS. Yeah, it's nothing special, but. Simply put, it's just really soft up front. It like, is soft. Um, for me, going down creek beds and things like that, it'll dive. You mentioned something before the show started, like in the video, 
you could see my front end doing something. Yeah, if you're watching the video, you're coming down a wash, kind of sandy, rocky wash, and I can see the bars turn, but the bike kind of keeps going straight, and I can see your body input, you know, trying to catch it, and then you go, you know, the other way, but it's just in slow motion, you really notice that. Right. So for you guys that are uh, spending $10,000 on this bike, so it's going to be around 10600 yep. maybe a little bit more. Yep. Chances are you're you're man's man, you're a grown man, right? And a little older, so yep. I don't see any kids buying this. No. Uh, you're probably going to want to stiffen up that fork, right? That fork is decent once you get the right spring rate, yeah. And you can valve it; it has potential. I'm doing stuff on the Husky with Kreft um, on the Explorer fork, yep. and I've been really, really impressed with it so far. I still have some stuff I need to dial in, but the Explorer fork is a good fork. In stock trim, it's soft and and divey, but it can be really good for off road. I did feel like the shock was also a little bit firmer than the fork. Kind of giving an unbalanced feel. Yeah, a little unbalanced feeling. So the settings are maybe a little bit off. But again, I don't think uh, anybody that's going to buy this bike is going to hop on and think they don't have to do anything to it. It's more of like, hey, I'm going to try to customize it for me and have something unique. I'm not going to buy it and just leave it stock. Because that's what makes me think, like, who is Sherco trying to brand their product to? I don't know. Uh, I th- it's got to have some money. You got to have a little bit of money. It's like a KTM yep. guy that wants to be different, right? Yeah, it's like a niche guy. It's like a a TM guy. Even even more niche, I think, than a TM. It's guy. almost like when KTM started getting good, and then one wanted to have a Japanese product. I want to be different. I'm going to get a KTM. Yeah. So now KTM's mainstream. Yep. I want to be a little bit different. I want to get a right. Sherco. Right. And then you get the questions about it. People are interested. Uh, but yeah, you want to be you want to be different. Right. So. Um, you're going to have to do some suspension work. Set the sag. We didn't get that much far into it in our first impression video. I did get the okay before I started this to keep one for a little while, so we do have that. Do, I don't think uh, you even know that. The 450 or? Uh, we get to pick one. Okay. So that will be coming. We can maybe do something a little bit different. Right. Um, but, guys, listen very closely. When you go to get this thing and you go to ride, just be cautious of how – soft it can be i mean this bike was brand new and it was really soft to begin with when we even, even when i rode the rem track the moto track just coming down i'm gonna say a minuscule little hill with it wasn't even ups. that bad and it was just diving forward so much a lot of decel pitch i'm just not into that yeah I, and even i oj'd one of the jumps on the rem track and it felt metal and the rem track is baby right it's like a vet it's track. like a vet track yeah. right so um again suspension soft just notice then again it is a trail bike which, but, but I feel but like a trail, yes. you're going to hit more than what we hit, right? I, I agree. So let's get that fork a little bit stiffer, right. please. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, chassis feeling, Mike? Uh, top heavy. Yep. Um, so and I'm not trying to talk shit. This bike does have a lot of good traits. Yeah. Um, but being that it's a top heavy feel and it's meant for woods and tight riding, when you go to make those um, quick direction changes, right. you it takes a lot of input to do so because it's top heavy feeling. Yeah, that's what I noticed right when I got it, and I kind of just told Mike, I was like, "Man, this thing is—you uh, can feel the weight, and yep. the weight feels very high." Right. So, if you guys can think of a pendulum and how it swings, that's kind of what the Sherco feels like when you're moving side to side. You have this like balance point, and then it'll just give away. Go. Okay. And, yeah, I, I never, and then it gets it. hard. Yeah. So the window is like, oh, initially lean, and then it gets hard. So you're like, huh? Right. Then you really got to force it. So it's just almost a different feeling that I haven't really experienced in a long time. Similar to what you said with the engine, it has a very old-school feel of a four-stroke. And and going along with that old-school feel, I kind of felt like I said in the video – Felt like, you know, back in maybe 2010 when the European bikes had that feel. When you got on them, initially you were like, this is not a Japanese bike. Right. And now the KTMs and the Huskies have gotten gotten better to where you can jump from Japanese to Euro. But I feel like this maybe has a little more of that old Euro feel. A little bit. You're right. A little European, a little bit different. Um, I feel like I'm on top of the bike more and not in it. Right. And to me, creates... um, ground clearance issues and i'm six foot right so when we're trying to go up those cobby little hills and stuff it makes it a little bit more difficult i'm not the best at pivot turning right it i left some blue paint on some rocks i went to go flip a bitch and i crashed because i kicked <laughs> up a rock yeah so like you said those little awkward moments that you find yourself in on the trail and riding this stuff doesn't feel the same as your current bike that you're riding right so you might have a spill or two because you're not used to it right so until you get used to that feel, which I did at the end of the day, but it took me longer, and I'm used to hopping on different bikes. Right. Along with that uh, that same notion is being that's that little stiffer of a rear suspension. Mm-hmm. Sit down, Mike, your face. 
oh sorry being that there's a little stiffer rear mm-hmm. uh almost has a slight lack of traction um when you're going when you're going up cobby rock rock type of terrain so like deflection um yeah just the the uh cover your mouth some more so <laughs> sorry uh the connectivity <laughs> um from the throttle to the rear tire i just felt like there's wheel spin i felt like i was getting a little more Is that what we're looking for yeah that, that's know. a hard one all right okay <laughs> I'm a couple of beers deep, all right? I've had some beers. We've been out in the spa with your wife and my wife. What is – it's like uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. He's like, he's like, the. That's a it's a hard one, Lloyd. Yeah. But, yeah, I felt like there was a slight lack of traction in the rear. Yeah. And it to me, okay, I'm going to elaborate off that. I'm going to bring you to the testing world here. Lack of traction. I'm going to elaborate. This is what you do when you write articles. When you have lack of traction, why? What does it feel like? So to me, it feels there's a disconnect between my throttle and my rear wheel. Okay. To elaborate on your on your lack of traction, right. I almost feel like a little hesitation. Yep. And then it like your herky jerky. Herky jerky, right? And then I'm not connected. When right. I move my throttle hand, right. the wheel doesn't turn. And when it does, does it turn too quick, too slow? What's it feel like? When you have good connections to the throttle, to the rear wheel, it almost moves with your wrist. Right. It's almost like a seamless connection yep. between your wrist and the rear wheel. As your wrist is coming back, the bike is going forward yes, smoothly. It, right. This bike is a little bit needs work on that area. And I think that comes with ECU settings. Absolutely. So chassis, going back to the chassis, top heavy. Overall, ergos for me, like my height is good. Yeah. It, it is a Euro feel, but for me, like, I like the cockpit. Yep, and the, the switches and the, the levers and you says Brembo stuff. Yeah, that feels good. That's all good, right? Yeah, um, I honestly, I like that cockpit better than a Yamaha. That's really? saying something for me. Like, if I'm on an FX or something, I feel like I'm a little bit too far in it and it just has a weird cockpit feel and I feel okay. cramped. I don't feel cramped on this bike. I, I, I would agree with that. And yeah. then even... The the seat comes off with a half turn, a uh, little. It's, they call it a Zeus fitting. Is yeah, Zeus saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a cool feature. Um, getting to the fuel pump is right under the seat, which is cool and easy. I know on some bikes you have to pull the whole bike apart. Yeah, but that, some of the stuff is pretty well thought out. Um, going back really quick before we wrap the chassis part of it up. To me, as soft as it is and as divey as it is, it's fairly stable. Yeah, and we stable. talk about that in the video how the weight of this feeling, this, this how heavy it feels. It feels planted when I'm not on jagged rocks because right. I can tell the difference between the chassis and the suspension. The, the suspension's holding back the chassis. I think the chassis could be real stable in some right. of that stuff, but I just need a fork that doesn't dive right. or deflects. Like you've always told me, with, uh, with weight comes stability. Yeah. Right. So sometimes you know people think, oh, my God, it's so heavy. But, dude, you want some of that. If you're riding some... some Flowier, faster, cobbier stuff. That right. stuff comes in handy. Yep. So just just know that. And, and getting, I don't know if this goes with chassis, but I remember you made note of the front tire size. Yeah, it's a ninety ninety, which I sounds dumb. I've never even seen. But you're, yeah, you're maybe tire, that's right? something to do with me not getting used to that front tire feel Could as well. So right. again, there's Euro. Euro. Yep. Let's do some American shit. Eighty one hundred twenty one. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. I. I'm not. Jerko, come on. There's nothing wrong with eighty one hundred twenty one. <laughs> Why fuck with it? I, it's been there yeah. for years. Jerko, <laughs> <laughs> it has been there for as long as I've known fucking dirt bikes. Sorry, it's, I'm getting loud. I guess it's been should. there. It, it's been there. Yeah, that's true. We don't need it. It's right. fine. And you and I are both not a fan of the tires. No, AT eighty ones Dunlop. I don't like them. I come never on. Liked them. It's it's. There's some parts of this bike that other companies hold back. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. better tires would have been nice. Yep. The right sized front tire would have been cool. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Why, why do you really think that is? As as a testing guy, you've been I, in the industry forever. I that's what's blowing my mind. I don't know. I feel like that would be a hard tire to find. I have never. I've been a part of off road and moto production process. A long time. Not one time have I ever been offered. Hey man, <laughs> you want to try this front tire? It's a ninety ninety. Never seen it. Like, I mean, I knew it was there. It's like Honda in the 80s. You want to try a 23? Never had that option. <laughs> right. So I don't know what Sherco guys, how they're getting their option. Right. Uh, I'm sure, and I'm sure someone's going to email me. Hey, Kiefer. Here's why. I'm from New Hampshire, <laughs> and I fucking run in 99. That's what we use. <laughs> Say, spare me. Spare me. That's bullshit. You don't have a 90-90 in your garage right now. Stop it. I'll be impressed if you do. <laughs> right? Hey, guys. Listen to these commercials. Please don't fast forward. 
Our sponsors support us. Please support them. We'll be back. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front-end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. FMF, fast mother, bleep, nah, flying machine factory, that's what it stands for, go to fmfracing.com, you got a four-stroke, two-stroke, they've got what you need, trust me, older two-stroke pipes and silencers, they have it, they still make them, you got a newer four-stroke, you want some extra horsepower, they got that too, but most importantly, if you guys want to look cool at the track, maybe you want to make your chick look cool. You want to wear a cool hat, or you're a two-stroke guy, and you want a shirt that says mixing gas and hauling ass. Go to fmfracing.com. They got a whole merch section. Trust me, it's real. there's a lot of stuff over there. It looks pretty cool. So Kiefer Inc. 19 saved you some money on the merch. I suggest you go do it. I have a two-stroke shirt, and I don't even wear freaking two-stroke shirts. That's how cool this thing is. So... Go to fmfracing.com, save yourself some money, and of course, if you have any problems, you have any concerns, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and hopefully I can guide you in the right direction on FMF products. I know a lot about them, so trust me, they're good, quality built. There's even a guy back in the diner room you probably never heard of. His name is George. He is a wizard. He is the one just grinding away, doing all of the dyno testing, handing the the stuff off to me at times to test. He's a smart dude. FMFRacing.com. Go visit the site. It's a cool site. Go get some merch. Save yourself some money with Kiefer Inc. Thank you, guys. Just because you're older, guys, doesn't mean you should stop racing. Look, I'm 43 years old. I love racing. I love it. So there is a club, Old Timers MX. More importantly, Oregon Old Timers MX. There are some races happening that are fun. You get long motos, and you get to hang out with your buddies and go home happy. Your wife will be happy because you'll be happy. So do it. Arizona Canyon MX Park, February 29th through March 1st. And then we got another one coming up, SoCal Glen Helen. Oh, man, you know I'll be there. April 18th to the 19th. The whole schedule is up on OregonOldTimers.com. They go to Nevada. They go to Montana, they go to Washington, even British Columbia, even Hangtown. Go check them out, OregonOldTimers.com. And if you guys end up going to these races, the first five guys that sign up and list Kiefering Testing as a sponsor, show me the proof on my email, I will reimburse your entry fee. The first five guys, that's right. That's how committed I am for you guys out there to go race. Don't be this old dude that sits at home and doesn't want to go ride, doesn't go race. Go do it. OregonOldTimers.com. Canyon's coming up. Arizona and Glen Helen. I will see you guys at Glen Helen. First five guys, show me proof. Chris at KeeferingTesting.com. I'll reimburse your entry forms. Crazy! Have you guys checked out BloodLubricants.com? If you haven't, BLUDLubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sports Series the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it, was very surprised about the oil, did some temperature readings, it was a little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running, so the stuff is good, they sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now, they got some Supercross guys, so go check them out, bloodlubricants.com, use the discount code Kiefer and get some percentage off your oils, they'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out. Bloodlubricants.com. Screenprintingdone.com. 
You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being, and he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, ScreenPrintingDone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and ScreenPrintingDone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. FirepowerParts.com. Excellent batteries, longer life. They're great batteries. I have them in all my test bikes. And, hey, they make chains, very good chains. My chain on my YZ450F is about 12 hours deep, still good. And, of course, they have oil, too. Firepowerparts.com. They keep adding new products to their line. So go check out the website. It's very cool, firepowerparts.com. Hey, you guys looking to get a KTM? You want to get the best price on one? Carson City Motorsports is Northern Nevada's largest KTM and Husqvarna dealership. That's right, Husqvarna's as well. They have the largest KTM and Husqvarna inventory around with their new 10,000-square-foot vehicle showroom, making it easy to find whatever you are looking for. Head over to Carson City Motorsports. It's the only Northern Nevada Arctic Cat dealership as well. And, of course, mention my name and get a special deal on either a KTM, Arctic Cat, or a Husqvarna. Hit me up over at chris at keferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over at Carson City Motorsports and get you down the road with a new motorcycle. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to ProTaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. ProTaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The Race Cut grips? Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keyforinktesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyforink Testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? Protaper, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding. 720-212-4685. You guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. Thank you for not fast-forwarding through those commercials and listening to our sponsors. And now, back to the Sherco. Uh, map switch. Did you even use it? Uh, when we started testing at the end of the day, yes, but I did not throughout the... Okay, so let's talk test. about this. So after we were done with the video a little bit, we wrote it, we talked about it. With a chance, we want to go ride some more shit, right? We want to get to know this bike better. Jamie's like, hey, can you help me do some ignition testing while we're here? So yep. Mike and I, mostly Mike, uh, went out and did some REM-ish ECU testing to feel it. That's where right. we kind of you know feel the bike. Uh, I proceeded to hit a wall, crushed my foot. Was say, so why I, was it mostly me? That... Yeah, well, I... I Screwed myself up, which is pretty embarrassing. Pretty lame crash. On a bike with a head. Not even a crash. Pretty lame hit. You crash, yeah. You yeah. showed back up really quick, and I was like, hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, what did you feel? What did Jamie teach you? What did you feel? What do we, where did we get? So we had a couple, I guess, you, as you explained it, uh, dirty spots in the in – the, the mic up your face. Uh, dirty spots. There you go. In the uh, – what, what was it? Quarter throttle? Yeah. You, you would find it. Not even like – When a, I call dirty – Explain to yep. the people what that means. Um, Testing terms. Go ahead. 
almost feel like on a four or two stroke, like loaded up a little bit and then it would rich. go rich feeling. Yes. And then it would, once you got through that quarter throttle part, it would take off. Can you make the and, sound for us? Make uh, it the sound as you're accelerating out of the corner. Uh, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Is that? Uh, yeah. That's horrible. That's horrible. Thanks. Well, how, how would you explain it? Yep. It was backfiring. Yep. Right. So it's a little dirty, loaded up. Right. Okay, go ahead. And, and we ended up kind of chasing that around with Jamie a little bit. He's still getting used to the get settings um, and how much percentage is to go. Um, and we, we got a little bit better, and he wants to put it on the dyno and really chase it. Uh, in a, in a more controlled and hone it in right, right. So because we weren't moment. getting as much as he was changing, we weren't getting that much drastic differences between right. each test. Right, it was minimally better. Right. We tried the map switch, and there was at times, and what you guys will find on your map one and map two, the ones these shortcodes that you will be getting, map one is more of a standard map. Map two is a softer kind of map. Right. Um. So you have that on the fly map switch still, which right. is nice. And what what I felt we were doing, which is why he wanted to put it in a more controlled environment, was I felt we were almost chasing that dirty spot where we'd be like, here's where it is. We would make some changes, and then it would be, oh, well, now it's at half throttle. Right. So we were kind of chasing it around. And I'm sure Jamie will for sure sort it out. Right. Like I said, um, there's some nice benefits and features. The handlebars area, I don't like a lot of clutter. Mm. There's not a lot of that. It's pretty clean. Yep. Um, overall, I think Sherco has the product that is ready to go the next step, yep. and it could be really good. They're starting to get the pieces to the puzzle together, and there's just a couple puzzle pieces missing, right. and then we could have another brand that we can really consider. I'm really considering this brand because I'm around all of these manufacturers, and I don't see that guy that much. But I think the development that they're doing, the advancements that they're doing, the, the riders that they're getting, they're set themselves up and put them things in place to be – one option. of the guys thinking in off-road riding period right. trail competition so it's it's hard as you guys say oh, it's a fucking suck Kiefer. look it, it, let me be honest with you am i gonna go buy one no no wouldn't buy one right i don't want to spend ten thousand dollars on a shirt code. not gonna do it right now right but it has potential it's gumming around right. i am i'm not that i'm not that kind of guy well, I, you're I don't, 90 10 anyway but like right. even if let's say shirko made a sick motocross bike, and that's what I was doing. Yep. I'd be in. I like good bikes. I don't give a shit. If it's good, I'm yeah. in. I'll yeah. spend my money. Right. So $10,000 for me right now? No, I'm not going to buy it. Right. Would you? And you're off-road right guy. No, I wouldn't. Uh, and part of it for me is what do I want to do when it comes to I broke a part? Is there, is there a parts network for that bike? I, I don't know. I well, mean, they got they're, dealers. They're trying to be, yeah, they're trying to make a push and the distributors out of Texas and you know, and they, and they got, they're growing. The dealerships are growing. They're growing. Right. Absolutely. So I'm sure the parts are, are at least you can get them. Right. You can right? get them. Um, I think it's got potential. I think for the person that does want to be a little different, it's a good option. Yeah. Um, can I, I just want to give you, uh, I don't know how Stu went so fast. You ripping. I don't know. Ripping. How Stu went that fast on that bike. So when Stu and those guys, you would know this more than I would. Uh, like uh, when Caleb races, right? Yeah. He's got WP cone valve stuff or whatever. Caleb does, yes. Yeah, right, right. When I think I think Stu's running KYB. But not factory stuff. He would no, be on probably, this, like, production probably stuff. Probably whoever Sherco is Val have got the guy the valve. Maybe Stu had his own guy. I, right. I don't know. But it's not like what With uh, somebody Parsha would have. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not factory no. stuff. I'm I'm pretty sure all they would ever be able to get is like kit KYB stuff, which you can buy from like Technical Touch. Okay, I don't even think it's that advanced. Right. So, I think Stu's bike was maybe mildly done in the head, mm-hmm. not that much. Right. And suspension. Right. And a muffler. Right. And I, speaking of speaking of heads, we had some problems there too. Um, we forgot about that. Yeah. Look. These bikes, from what I understand, um, they run hot a little bit. Okay. And so we had some water coming out of the, 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 head, bolt. the head stud. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of bubbling out of there. A little bit. And granted, it was 100 degrees at Glen Helen, and we were in a canyon. The bike was idling. No, we were just no doing airflow. There was not a lot of airflow. No so fan. Right. Understandably, maybe uh, could be some of that problem, but I've never seen that. It's not common. Have you seen it? Not common. Okay. No. So, yeah, so I just... B for what maybe, maybe the way the design is it in the engine is just not sufficient. That's the only thing I could say. Possible, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. 
But uh, look, again, it may seem like we're trying to backpedal, we're not. We're not. I just really want to just give you guys facts of how, what this bike That's actually. The thing. Here, here's the deal. As as a listener, stop covering your mouth. What is with I your mouth? I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. <laughs> Um, here's the deal as a, as a reader, I read before I knew you, before I was part of anything, I would take what publications would say as gold and I would trust them. So I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, go spend your $10,000 on XYZ product if I don't believe in it. And I don't think we did that. The magazines, here's the thing about the magazines. She shows always, always goes off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. That's why I like it. The Sherco brand could buy an ad in a magazine, right? Right. So when we did these these tests, it's not like we would say, go buy one. You need one. Right. We would just never have anything that bad to say. Like in the magazine world, we would have talked we would not have talked about that water problem. No. Overheating. No. Wouldn't have talked about it. Here's a here's a perfect example, because we're way off the rails anyway. Yeah. Um one of my last things when I was at Dirt Rider, yeah. Um your your buddy Pete Peterson, um, Oh god, I love that guy. Um, uh, I w- he gave me a gas gas. This is a few years back, probably five years back now. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Here, I want you to go ride this bike and test it." Mm-hmm. I rode it for like seven minutes, and oh, I remember this. I did not want to ride it anymore. I loaded my bike up mm-hmm. and I went home. And I called him, and he goes, "How was it?" And I said, "I'll write you the story, but it- you're not going to like it." Right. And because it was the magazine world, he said, "Bring the bike back. We'll give it to somebody else to test because I don't want it to be negative." Right, so that's, that's, that's wrong the to me. shit that I had to do with for a long time, right. and I just I felt immorally wrong. wrong. Right, that's and that's why I didn't like it because I'm gonna write what I what I feel. Yes, right. like but you couldn't. But yeah, then you couldn't. So this is why we always tell you everything, right? And then we go, hey, it's not bad. Right. It has potential, and it's getting right. better. Right. Give me five years ago, six years ago, Sherco. Hell no, no, no. This bike, I. I'd ride it. Yeah. Here's people. Okay. Hey, Kiefer, this guy, people gave it to you for free. Would you ride it? Yes. Of course. Right. But five, six years ago, you would have said that to me. I'd be like, nah, nah no problem. I'll go buy one. Yeah. You gave me some free Shurkos. I'm in. Gary Sutherland almost was Team Shurko. Oh, really? He was going to ride Shurkos this year. So that would have been the ultimate test. Boy, would it have been. Shurko, get your shit together. <laughs> Hire Gary Sutherland. For to be an R and D rider slash durability guy. Durability guy. If if Gary Sutherland and your bike lasts one hundred hours with Gary Sutherland, I'm buying it. I'm buying that bike. That's a good bike. That's gonna be a damn good bike. <laughs> Nothing breaking on that some bitch. It might weigh three hundred and forty pounds, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's not breaking. All right. So that was our experience with the Sherco. It was unique. I had a good time. Yep. You actually had a good time. I you were kind of like, eh, but you actually said it was. I had a, I had a good time, yeah. And I, I struggled in a canyon. I was really hot. I came up out of the canyon, and I was. <sighs> yeah, you were struggling I, a little I bit. I picked the bike up and had to move it. You saw race the cameras, and you yeah, got all scared. Yeah, that's what happens to me. I know. But, hey, the bike was actually pretty fun to where we rode it. I would love to ride a Sherco on the East Coast to yep. see what it's like. Yep. You know, was, and, and I love to get the factory edition. I was going to say, I'd love to ride the KYB edition. So, Sherco. Even though you listen through this, you know, fifty-minute pod, yep, we would still love one, and we yep. still love to give you a fair shake, like yep. we do on these pods, absolutely, and ride that thing, SEF Factory Edition, would love it, yeah, love it, maybe 350. Three, oh, 300. 300. yes, that would be cool, yep. Uh, uh, Jamie said they're good bikes, yeah, yeah, and I would like a Sherco longer than a day, that preferably a little bit longer because that's a hard part. Uh, uh, if you're listening, we can't do that much in a day, guys, right. Give us it for a little bit. Let the people really know what the product's about. Yep. Give it to us for a bit. We promise you we'll get you some feedback. Get the people out there. They'll know about your product, good or bad. So if you believe in your product, this is the place to go. Send it out. Right. I mean, you can only you have a bike for a day. Well, maybe you have the wrong sag setting that day. And another day, if you had it longer, you would have figured out something better. And if you ride one OHV area, what if you want to go to a different spot different, in different trails? Right. You know? It's yep. just the same thing as tracks. Different yep. tracks, different trails, different feelings. Yep. So Absolutely. All right, so that wraps it up for the Sherco SEF 450R. Yep, and I would like to thank you for having me out. Yeah, it was a good time. It was it was a good time, and it was my first time doing something with Racer X, and that was cool. Um, you probably blew that up in your mind. Probably. I, I probably know. couldn't sleep the Whatever. night before. You know, Kellen was How cool. are we doing? How are we doing? I don't know if people know this, your story. Okay. How yeah. are we? Where are we at with the whole... We're good. You're I good? Mean, you can leave the house not getting sad because your baby's... You're I mean, today's real good. I'm here with my wife and my kid. Does right. it get better? Did I don't... you miss him in this podcast? 
I mean, they're outside. I looked out. <laughs> I looked out the window a few times, but yeah, I'm good. But you're doing better. I'm doing better. It's good. All right. So we see Michael Allen roaming the trails or the track or whatever. Don't bring up my wife. I'll be. P-O-M. I warned. We warned Kellen. Dude, dude I didn't know this. Huh. Jesus Christ, Probably. dude. What? Your wife's banging, dude. Uh, I'm telling you, dude. Her body is better now, now after the baby. Uh, she got in the bathing suit, and I was like, damn. Yeah, I, that's unexpected. I'm a lucky man. What can I you say? You are. Your basement as fuck. My basement as fuck. Absolutely. Especially my gray hair. And yeah, it's a mess. Dude. But you know where you make up? Where? You're super nice. And Way you too ask nice, kiss according like to you. A yep. mother, Way dude. too nice, according to you. Way yep. too nice. Coffee you once a week. You got, tell yep. your wife what's up sometimes. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Go shop at our advertisers. They wouldn't be on here if they weren't good. Trust me. If you have any questions about them, or maybe you're looking for a discount code that you can't find. Yep. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. You got off-road questions? Michael at KieferInkTesting.com. Yep. There's only you know, two people that have a Kiefer Ink email. Who's that? You know what the other one is? Who? You know who still has an email? Dom. No. No. Who? Oh, Dom still has one. So, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dom's... I'm not going there. Dom's a liberal, but it's okay. <laughs> I just had to do it. I had to do it, Dom, if you listen. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. That's a whole different podcast. Anyway, uh, who else has one? Vital? Klinger has one. Klinger was going to work for me Stop. before he went to Vital. Oh, uh, send! Please send Sean. Sean at keyveringtesting dot com. If you got off road question, hit Mike up. And if you want some merch, hit up my lovely wife. That's in the two piece right now. Looks great. Yeah, she is. Heather at keyveringtesting dot com, and she can handle your order. If you don't see it on the website, chances are we still might have it. <laughs> <You're straight laughs> because uh, I'm working through my. I'm actually new website is going up. And guess what? Remember that old app that I mentioned? That just got restarted too. That's a whole nother. We could just start a podcast about the app drama. It restarted? I have another guy now. Oh, boy. Okay. That'll be a whole nother pod. So stay tuned for all that. But hopefully KieferInkTesting.com will be revamped here in the next mm, three to four weeks. So that'll be cool. And we'll have a new shopping area, some more merch. I got some uh, cool hats. Cool. And I got some sombrero-type hats now. I'm in. You like that? I love it. You look like you're tired, dude. I'm not that tired, no. Your eyes are red. Stop it. Jesus. Jesus. He needs to go home. Oh, my God. You're kicking me off. This has been the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. Thank you to all my advertisers. Thank you, Michael, for joining me. Thank you for having me up. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yep, and we'll see you guys next week.